0: Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. Welcome back to Colorful Clipboard, and we are going to do a follow-up on a podcast we did about a month ago on tours, and today we're going to talk to you a little bit about scripts. So we've talked about tours, and so now we're going to talk about uh, scripts, and the scripts that we're going to talk about specifically, uh, Carrie and I today, are going to be about that inbound call. And we'll talk a little bit about creating
1: something for if you're doing a physical tour, whether that's a script, whether that's you practicing it. I like having a notebook. You know, we'll talk about that a little bit. But our main focus here is when you have that inbound phone call or that inbound email.
0: All right. So one of the things that we talked about before is making sure that you train your staff to answer the phone call. Now, Carrie used a very funny example of somebody kind of answering. A phone call. And I'm sure we all have our staff person who is excited when they answer the phone. We have some that are less than excited when they answer the phone. And we also talked about alternatives, and that's having phone answering services. Either way, regardless of who answers your phone, you need to have a script. And we're going to talk a little bit about the writing of the script, what kind of things to include. But I'd like to talk about where we even keep those scripts. So I like to keep the scripts by every phone. And ideally, I like to have a bright colored notebook that I have the script in with blank information forms. Now, you might be a program that has iPods or a computer or something near where the phones are. So maybe all of this is digital. Um, I'm old school and I like pieces of paper. And I like it
1: to be in a composition notebook as opposed to a spiral bound or a three ring binder because people don't don't rip stuff out of the composition notebook and if they do
0: I can tell. So (laughs) I like the composition notebook. It makes me happy. Absolutely. So Carrie when you're writing scripts for your staff what are some things that you feel are important to include? Well um, the first thing is in really big letters the word
1: smile because you can hear the difference in my voice when I'm smiling versus when I'm frowning. and so I want them to be smiling when they're talking so that it comes across. Now the person on the other end of the phone doesn't necessarily realize that what they're hearing is a smile, but they do know it's better than this. So that's the first thing. And then, you know, I need to know the person who called's name, the number of children and the ages and names of those children.
0: Okay. So you're talking about the information that they would actually want in that contact form. So if you guys are lucky enough to listen to today's call and you go to today's notes, you'll be able to Find a link to download some example scripts as well as contact information forms. But what would the person who's smiling? What are they going to say?
1: Hello, this is Insert Name at Blank Childcare Center. How can I help you today? Is the bare minimum. But what would be even better is if you can say, you know, this is Susie Q at ABC Childcare, where we make learning fun and hands-on, or whatever your tagline is. That Ooh, five tagline. words. That it shouldn't be more than seven words. Some people have what they call a tagline, and it's really a paragraph. (laughs) It needs to be short. You know, Nike has a tagline. It's pretty short. Just do it. Yep. So the tagline needs to be seven words or less. And I know that that is difficult for some of you. I am one of those, some of yous. I have a hard time being short and sweet, but work on it with your tagline and get it down so that it doesn't sound clunky when somebody's answering the phone.
0: Okay. So just to help them, Carrie, what is the tagline for? Colorful clipboard where we help you make dough in childcare
1: and and why did we use the term dough because I'm obsessed with play doh and <laughs> also dough means money and we want you to make money in your program and we want it to be playful we want it
0: to be hands all right see I just thought we would give that example and it, it seemed like a good uh, a good way to do that so uh, in addition to being able to a know their name and the name of your program and your tagline uh, I think that some Sometimes it's really important for them to have um, additional information to be able to read. So uh, them being able to read about uh, to be able to answer those questions. So you don't you it might be things that you might have on your website. Um it might be exactly the content that's in your FAQs on the website, but if somebody says uh you know some of the basic calls are always, you know, how much is your tuition? You want to be able to train them to come up with a follow-up answer to that that may or may not be the number they're looking for.
1: Yeah, I think having so our the script that I use has, you know, how can I help you and then it has um you know they're going to ask probably one of these three things if they're looking for childcare, and what they're probably going to be asking is about hours or tuition rates or if you have openings right those are the first questions that the parents are going to ask and so if they ask okay I what is your tuition for a two-year-old I want the script to say well in our two-year-old program we have both full-time and part-time care our full time care is blah, blah, blah. And our part time care is blah, blah, blah. Which of those two are you most interested in? So that I'm giving them more information than they asked for. But there is a reason I'm giving them more information because I don't have a straight answer as to what the tuition is for a two year old. It depends. Are you going to need full time or part time? Or well, maybe it, it's it, are you potty trained
0: or not potty trained, you know? And it might even be depending on your type of program. It might include do you need a- extended hours yeah right so again when we talk about being flexible especially right now we have a lot of programs that have started to to change what their day looks like and they're offering more and more part-time mother's day out options or before noon options so it might even be to turn that question back around to you know, well, what kind of, you know, commitment are you looking for or are needing at this time? And do you expect that to change? Because they may right now, uh, especially if they're calling you during the summer, they might just need something part time during the summer, but that may change or, you know, those people who call when they're still pregnant.
1: Yeah. So I think giving the script,
0: having the in
1: the script, various different ways to elicit more information from the caller and to give them more information so that you're, differentiating yourself from the program that they called and they asked their three questions and they got yes i have spots for a two-year-old the price is x and these are the hours right so having somebody who actually asks them questions about what they're looking for in child care and what are the needs that they have and oh you have a girl that'll be great we have um we have slightly more boys and i'd really like to even you know i would love to have more girls in that class. Any of those kinds of things where it becomes personalized, you can do that in the script. I know it sounds weird that you can personalize in a script, but you can because you have places where you ask questions that the caller has to answer if they want the information that they want.
0: And remember that this might be the first impression they have of your program. So uh, we talked last time about making sure that you train your staff. This this is why the staff who answer the phone need to be trained. You don't want everybody answering the staff unless you're going to have everybody role-playing how to uh, interact on the phone. And again, know who you want to have call. Uh, the other thing I like about uh, phone calls is having people who don't know my staff call and shop ah, love uh, my that. staff. Love that. I love secret shopping. I love secret shopping. Yeah, and what's beautiful is that secret shopping can take on a variety of uh, of how long it goes. It can be just the phone call. It can be the phone call and the tour. It can be the whole the whole process, depending on your role as the director and owner. And so it is really important to make sure that your first impressions are. You only get one chance to make that first impression, and I know that you know people say that over and over and over, and it's true. So um, if your phone call first impression is just a little wobbly and then they come to your property and your property isn't shiny and spiffy and it doesn't have all of the things that make them happy because they're using all of their senses their sense of smell hearing sight you know we may not want them to touch everything but all the other senses (laughs) so you want to keep that in mind what do they hear when they come in do they hear crying screaming and yelling or do they hear music and giggling and and story time so think through through, especially when you're given a tour. Think about what time of day they're coming (laughs) And what door you want them coming in through. All centers
1: are going to have at least two doors. Would you rather them come in through your playground and come in through the door at the back of your building because your playground is a selling feature because you're on an acre and a half? Okay, then have them meet you at the gate, start the tour on the playground, and then come in through the back of the building because the classrooms at the back of the building are show. Better at the time of day that you schedule your tours. If you have infants in the front of your building, that can be great at a 10 o'clock in the morning tour. It's probably not great at a three o'clock in the afternoon tour because there are babies going down for their afternoon naps or coming up from their afternoon naps. There's a lot of bottle feeding. Three o'clock in the afternoon is just very, very busy in an infant room. And if that's your front room, not going to show well at a three o'clock in the afternoon tour.
0: Well, and what's really great about that is is that most people always take people in through the front door. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. So if you are going to have them come in through something other than the front door, it might even be uh, to your advantage to have a sign that say tours start here and have a place, um, even a parking spot by that particular entrance that says, you know, saved for future students or future families. Again, give them an opportunity to feel welcomed and um, appreciated as we get into summer and people are touring, uh, keep in time uh, that. So again, if you greet them with a cold bottle of water uh, before you give them the tour, then again, um, that that 10 cent bottle has um, immediately given you a, a happy feeling. Uh, know that if your gate is hot <laughs> metal, again, keep that in mind. So just again, those first impressions, you really don't want them to burn themselves on your gate coming in. Uh, for their tour.
1: Another thing I think is very key if they're doing a physical tour as opposed to the virtual tour that we talked about a little while ago, a couple couple weeks ago, is that if they're coming on a physical tour, I want you to give them a container for all the paper. What do I mean by that? I mean either a two-pocket folder or a manila envelope or a small tote bag and it needs to have your name on it and your contact information on that Folder, envelope, or bag because most programs don't do that. And that means if they're touring five programs, they need some place to collect all of that material, and you've just given them a container. And so every time they go to look at the information they've collected from the five centers they looked at, they're going to see your name, and it's subliminal messaging, basically. <laughs> These people know what I need. Look, they gave me a container for all of this paperwork.
0: And what's really cool about the container. Containers is you can make them fancy, you can use Vistaprint and you can make a really fancy folder, Uh, but you can also take advantage of back to school time and get those three cent uh, pocket folders or buy a box of manila folders and make a sticker. Um, I'm all about the stickers. I'm all about business cards and a stapler. I mean, nobody says this has to be extra fancy. Uh, If you want it fancy, there are also economical ways to make it fancy or unique uh but remember you are showcasing your program with that I love color so if you have a color that resonates with your program if the colors of your program are dark purple and light purple uh try to hand them a purple file folder or a purple pocket folder um it'll help to again uh keep that uh the when they see purple they think of you
1: absolutely and you know you can do something similar if you're doing virtual tours that we were talking about in the past which is you can create a Dropbox folder for them. A lot of people have Dropbox or a Google Drive folder and then they can put all of the data that they get into that Google Drive or that Dropbox. I just want you to give them something so that you become the container for all the information about childcare in the area. So that's just me trying to give you a little bit of an edge there. So you're going to bring them into the building and I think you need to have a script or a notebook or something like that for when you're giving people a tour. Now, if you've been a director for five years and you're rolling your eyes at me right now, I want you to put your eyes back where they belong (laughs) so that I can explain why. The longer you've been a director, the better you are at being able to personalize the tour to the individual client. And that is great, except that sometimes you forget to tell them things like, this is our pacifier policy. And because you were so busy talking to them about how much you like their parenting style that they've chosen, you know, whether that's schedule or attachment parenting or whatever, you've spent so much time talking about how you can reflect back to them their parenting style for their infant or toddler that you forgot to talk about bottles and pacifiers. You need to have a notebook or a script that you go through that every time somebody's touring for the infant or toddler classroom, you're talking about bottles and pacifier because it is a horrible feeling for that new parent who enrolled with an 18 month old and they come in with four bottles and two pacifiers, and you're like, Oh, I'm sorry, we don't allow that in our toddler classroom. You've just completely removed all goodwill that you created during the enrollment process. So, you need to have that script or that notebook that you go through so that you're covering everything that needs to be covered. Is there anything I'm missing in that? that, you know, the reason you and I think this is important, Kate, I feel like maybe I didn't explain it as well as I could. No,
0: have. I, th- I, think you, I think you did a great job because one of the things that I find is um, as a director, sometimes things happen. You end up twisting an ankle or you get a cold or uh, you have a, you know, you yourself might be a parent. And so you get called to school to pick up your own child and you really don't want this tour to not happen. So make sure there's always a way that the tour can still happen and you know I'm a firm believer in trying to plan and delegate and make sure that you always have a backup and that goes even with your tours. So make sure there's a couple of people on staff who can do a tour and this is helpful if you have that script for that. Yeah
1: and again it can be a script that is basically a PowerPoint
0: presentation that you
1: have on a tablet or on a computer or it can be old school like me and it can be a three-ring notebook full of a whole bunch of... Of, um, page protectors. And I basically have a PowerPoint in a notebook so that I can walk around. But and it has bullet points on the back of it so that I make sure I cover those key things.
0: Well, and when and that includes and those key things also include um, making sure to talk a little bit about curriculum or staff training or the background of staff. So we've jumped back into that tour. Uh, but always make sure that you have something positive to say about every single classroom. And so you may have to to plan that in advance. Yeah, because you may be having, uh, you know, a little bit of a difficulty with the classroom. You may have just hired a new
1: person and they're not working out the way you had planned or you may have a staff person who is on their way out, but or it may be just an age group that you don't click with. So having that written down um, helps you when you're having a bad day or it could be that the person who's your substitute, you know that, you know, they have a problem with somebody in that classroom and if they have it written down the nice things they need to
0: say, then they're going to say the nice thing. I love that. I love that. So, all right. Well, I think we've covered scripts. And again, those are phone scripts. So when people call inbound, uh, we talked about scripts for tours. And I just kind of want to wrap it up with our final script, which is a return call script. So again, if you're out at all and you have people who need to be called back to schedule a tour, write out what you say. Again, we feel like this is kind of second nature if you've been a director for a long time but uh, again the only way to know if your consistency is really there is to um, have that uh, that that script back so when you're calling uh, what kind of information do you leave in a voicemail if you get somebody's voicemail uh, what are some things that you want to make sure that you say to them when you call okay so we're not trying to make it so that you sound like a robot
1: and you sound like one of those Robocallers on your phone. What we're trying to do is help you make sure you cover what needs to be covered and you present yourself in as professional way as possible. Thank you for listening to Colorful Clipboards. Connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or send us an email to
0: hello at colorful clipboards. Send us your voicemail with your own questions and stories. If you want to keep learning with us, visit Texas Director where we continue to have seminars, licensing programs, and more. This show has been made by me, Carrie Casey, and Kate Young with assistance from
1: Hallie Casey and Marie Young. If you learned something today, share the show.